Whoa. Sorry there, folks. I had a little something stuck in my throat here. Don't worry about me. Definitely was something in that uh, cup that I just took a swig from. Hey, did you hear? Fan Levitard. Mission accomplished. That's what some of our fans are asking. Hey, Nasty Nate, are you going to quit it? <coughs> hmm? I said I would go by Nasty Nate until <coughs> the show name dropped us. Well, actually, it was they got a name drop Nasty Nate. So I, I don't know if I, I'm going to continue this. I think we're still... Nasty Nate here, but this is God bless Highlight, hmm? And we are things are starting to develop here in the season four of Battle Court. Things did not go a hundred percent as planned. We got beaten pretty bad by the Renegades. I mean, there was some really close matches that could have swung it, um, especially the first time on Friday. I was honestly surprised. I was watching it. And thought we were doing really well. And then I had to go pick up my kids. And I was watching the car. I was like, okay, Carpio's got this in the bag. It, right when I pick up my kids, he's like, won the first set handily. In the second set, up. I think he was up like pretty good. Turn it off. And then I come back like, oh, let's check in like how the guys are doing. And I see them show the game day score. And I'm like, we what? what happened and all we only came away with one and a half we did a little bit better two and a half um but some of those matches were really close that could have gone either way that would have made a big difference in the game day so we still i believe got to play them two more times something like that um but things are starting to come to shape we have, if you look at the battle court standings, your wall warriors in last place with six and a half points. Now they do have the most points remaining tied with the day Hada devils, but you see they got 101 points remaining day Hada devils also have 101 points remaining and they got 14 points. So wall warriors, woof, rough, 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 rough start to the season for those guys. They're our next opponent. So hopefully we can get some nice points out of them when we play but ladies and gentlemen we've got a special treat for you today it is the return of mike carbio that's right back on god bless highlight here once again we're interviewing mike carbio let's go ahead and get to that interview ladies and gentlemen i am very excited right now staring back at me is the one, the only Mike Carbio making his triumphant return to God Bless Highlight. Welcome back, Mike. How are you doing? Not Nathan. Glad to be back here. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, God Bless Highlight Part 2. Shout out to the Clone Cartel. <laughs> That's where I want to start right there. Clone Cartel. How did that start? How did that come about? Because when I saw that, I loved it immediately. I can't even take credit for it. Um, the first person that I heard say it was uh, Mike. Mike Fuentes? Mike Fuentes, yeah. Okay, so a little insider access there. I'd actually discovered that, and I was doing some of my own 
journalism there to follow up. So Mike Fuentes, wherever you are, that it's credible. He was telling me the truth that he was the first to come up with the term. Um, it checks out, man. It checks out. He, he, cartel. Dropped it. he dropped it at the draft. So yeah. And I think he's lead, uh, he's lead creative for, uh, he's in charge of all the creative material for Cyclone. So it makes sense. Yep. Head of social there, Mike Fuentes. I, I had to get on him a little bit because I thought he was a little slow to start pumping out the content about this season's Sesta Cyclones team, which I'm very excited about. You guys got off the first uh, couple games to a hot start against the Dejada Devils and Chula Chargers. They're, oh, no, wait, Lifestyle Miami Chargers. They're no longer the Chula Chargers. And then hit a little bit of a rough patch. Last two games didn't quite go as we would have liked. But I personally am very pleased with the start that the team has gotten off to. Um, what's different about this team versus last year? Yeah, th this year we have some familiar faces. Um, and uh, how do you say it? Just... We have more athletes on on this on this year's roster. We have guys who could kind of uh, play hybrid. When I say hybrid, they could they could. We have some guys who could just play in the front court, play in the back court as well. So just having that flexibility and just mm -hmm. knowing guys can um, can go after it. You know, doesn't matter if the ball is you know up against the wall or up against the the screen. You know, we're athletic enough to get there. Absolutely. Um... What's different about your approach this year? Because let me tell you, when I have watched a match that you've played in, uh, especially when it's you and Manu, um, there's I just feel like there's something different, especially when you're throwing the ball. Like, it is loud bouncing off of the wall when you're hucking it. Like, I cannot be looking at the screen. I'm like, that's a Carbio throw right there right. based off just the sound has there been a difference to your approach this season uh yeah this one i gotta give total kudos to to manu and, and manny you know they've been, they've been telling me for year after year to just uh you know kind of take your time out there because unfortunately i have one speed and everyone knows what that is and it's full speed <laughs> but um you know essentially just telling me to stay with that aggressiveness but just take an extra second or two to uh you know, control the ball, take a look at where your opponent is and um, and throw it to what throw it exactly where 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 it needs to where it needs to be put. So you know, I come from a baseball background. So um, you know, if you were to compare it to pitching, you know, you gotta locate it, right? You don't want to leave anything mm -hmm. over the plate in highlight terms, you don't want to leave it over the heart of the court in the middle. You know, you wanna you wanna make them work for it. So um you know, just taking my time, being deliberate and even if it is a half second, like in my mind, I'm still going the same speed, but according to them, they could, there's, they could see that, um, you know, I'm listening to their advice this year. Well, you can absolutely tell. Cause again, like when you're throwing it, I feel like there's some serious heat coming off of it. Have you like in the off season had like some increased reps that you've been getting in the gym? Cause the the pelota is flying super fast when it's coming out of your sesta. Yeah, actually, uh, this is actually the first year in my and all of my highlight career where I went back into the gym 
Um, so I'm doing, uh, what's it start off with? It probably starts off with like a seven minute, anywhere between a five to seven minute, um, how do you say it, man? Stairmaster with a hundred pounds. Mm -hmm. So for the folks at home, a hundred pounds, think about that. So just imagine, you know, I'm wearing ankle weights, weighted vest, two 45 pound plates in my arms and just continuously, you know, just trying to build up that stamina. That's on the lower half side. Um, arm wise, just sticking to, uh, how do you say it? Just, um, what, what do they call it, man? It's kind of, can't think of it right now. Um, the band work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So some resistance work then. Right. With those, my wife is all about the resistance bands. I go through, I go through those things so fast because I'm tall that I just, I break them. Right. That I just can't find one that over time I don't wear down. Cause I just, I don't know if you can tell, but I, if I, when I do work out, I go hard. There we go. So, yeah. And one more thing to add um, in regards to the, the velocity of my throws, honestly, taking that split second to control the ball, you know, when, when that ball's moving in your Sesta, um, you, you lose velo there. Mm -hmm. So that second pause that, that Manny and Manu were telling me to do that I could probably give them credit for, for that as well. You know, so better mechanics, better posture, faster ball. And highlights all about that velo, that extra speed, little bit to get your opponent off balance, uh, makes a big difference. Totally. I'm one. I'm wondering what is what does the grind look like for a season of highlight? Like what what does a week look like for Mike Carbio with training matches? Like, is there, is there game tape that we're breaking down? I know you guys definitely talk strategy because I hear it when they go to the pit in like post game. So what's the daily grind of a battle court season look like? Yeah. First of all, staying healthy, you know, showing up early, you know, making sure you're doing what, whatever you need to be doing to uh, stay loose, get hot and just stay limber. So that involves a stretching routine. Uh, for me, first thing I do when I get to the court, is um you know hop in the hot tub for about five or seven minutes um you know do some push-ups in there do some arm arm circles to not just sit in there but also get some other muscle groups uh firing while you're in the hot water um that's that uh if you've seen some of the video maybe like pre-match you probably see me doing some jump ropes I'm a big jump rope guy, so I'm doing that to get my fast switch muscle fibers going. Um, yeah, what do I got? I got a body blade. I don't know if you've seen me do that. It's kind of no, like, uh -uh. like a javelin looking thing, and you kind of kind of pump it. Mm, sounds sounds um, intense. Yeah, so that that's from my athletic perspective, um, and also mentally, you know, just being able to to adjust and really think about uh, what the opponent's trying to do to you. In years past, I kind of just go out there and rely on my athletic ability. But this year, I'm trying to really, again, um, slow it down and think about what I have to do in order to be successful. Absolutely. Um, so currently, the Cyclones were half a point out of third place, which is where you need to be to make the playoffs. Um, but we could easily be easily past third place, maybe even second place, because there's been a couple matches where we've gotten up five, one, five, nothing. 
and a comeback has happened. And this is, you know, fourth season of Highlight that I've been watching. And I've noticed like these these type of 5-0 comebacks, 5-1 comebacks are actually pretty common. The first time I went to see Highlight in person, I saw Manny come back from being down 5-0 against the Wall Warriors, our dreaded rivals. Um, so I'm wondering, what is it about Highlight that can lead to so many comebacks? Yeah, it's kind of like basketball where it could be a game of runs or a match of runs. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's all about breaking that momentum and and building it, you know. So, um, you know, I think I think my last singles match, I had a big lead in all three sets. I ended up winning the first one. And then in the second and third set, I ended up giving the game away. So, I mean, anytime you have a massive lead, there's no excuse to lose that match. Um, it's really just bad game management. And honestly, even at that point, when I had the massive lead, I was telling, I was aware of what I needed to do. I was like, Hey, listen, like, let's manage the game, do my thing. Boom, boom, boom. And you know, sometimes, uh, that's just the way, uh, the game, you know, that's just, unfortunately that's probably the worst part of the game. You know, it just, it happens (laughs) sometimes, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And to answer your question about, uh, the standings, you know, with these, I think we've dropped like two or three games or we should have took, you know, and those are precious points, you know, you probably, I mean, at, at the end of the season, it's definitely, you know, if you think about the games that we should have won, it's going to come down to those, to those games always does every year. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. You just got to limit those errors and, uh, and do our best to make sure to, it doesn't happen. I, I have faith. Um, and as we've seen, when it comes to highlight, you just got to make it to the playoffs and anything can happen every single year. There's been a different uh, champion. Um, so although this year secretly, I think somebody, whoever wins it is going to be a previous champion. I just, I don't believe in uh Masvidal's ability to build a highlight team. I think he's still got a few things to learn there before the day. How devils come together as a championship caliber squad and the wall warriors. Um, I, I think they've, they've got to make a lot of growth if they're going to, they're usually a perennial team that does well, but has yet to climb the mountaintop and that mountain's looking a little bit taller than normal this season for the wall warriors, um, is what, is what I'll say there. Um, speaking of the wall warriors, that's our next opponent. What's the single most important thing the clone cartel has to do to beat the wall warriors in their upcoming match? Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing is probably just playing the way we know we could play. Um, we've kind of been beating ourselves, you know, in our losses. So if we could just limit those unforced errors um, and execute, I think we'll win the game day and start accumulating those points. Um you know, we're not really a team to like look at the standings. We just, you know, we play hard and um, we're looking just to stack up W's. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's it what's it like for you? You've been on a doubles team with Manu every season, and this year, I don't know if you've seen this. Someone on Twitter actually created um, Elo ratings for world highlight and you and Manu are the second ranked uh doubles team and you guys I believe you haven't lost a match um you've won every single one 
that you've played and you guys look really good when you're out there. So I'm just wondering all those years of experience, like what's that like now for you and Manu to hit the court together, having had so much experience playing together? Yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Um, I think the one word that comes to mind is just being in sync with him. I know what he has to do. He knows what uh, what I could do. And, you know, when I when I get my opportunities to to end the point up in the front, um, you know, inside the five or six line, you know, when, when I'm putting points away, um, it's typically a good day for for the for the Cyclones. Um, but it's so much fun. Uh, I mean, I text that guy every day, um, <laughs> literally, you know, so mm-hmm. um, it just goes to show you um, how good of a friend he is, how much fun he is to yeah. play with and off the court. Um and yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's just a pleasure to play with that guy. He, he's a world-class um, highlight player, period. You know, a lot of people don't know, but he's probably top five highlight player in the world. He can easily be, easily be playing in France right now, but just, you know, chooses to be here uh, in the U.S. Yeah, I mean, it's, do you, when you guys are playing for me, that's, that's must watch. Um very very exciting and so far you guys have dominated and if if you continue to dominate like i i got a lot of faith in this year's team so um i've i've liked what i've seen out of the clone cartel i think we're gonna continue to stack up those w's um what are your thoughts on the taylor swift and travis kelsey news though that's what i'm wondering (laughs) That stuff is so funny, man. I can't believe how how viral it's going. Um, I think there was like a like a four hundred x increase in like uh, his jersey sales from all those Swifties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now listen, Kelsey's a stud, man. He's funny too. Actually, I tune into his uh, his brother's podcast, New Heights. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're a trip, man. And he's a character. He's a stud. You know, good for him. Um, you know, he's uh, I think he's the right man for the job. You know, he's. He's putting a team on his back and um, he's, uh, how do you say it? He's just a good man for the job, I feel like. So you you think it's real? It's we're, we're in the beginnings of what has potential to be a great love story? I think the story is awesome. How huh? like he, he sent a DM to her. It's like, oh, like, let's see who can make uh, Arrowhead rock harder. <laughs> that was pretty creative and i think he gave her like mm-hmm. some like friendship bracelet so um Look, i think he's my, a cool guy. i've never met the guy but um you know i'm happy for him don't don't get me started on the friendship bracelets that's a huge thing among the swifties so if if you know you know you go to a taylor swift concert you come loaded with a bunch of friendship bracelets um and you you pass them out to fans my wife is a swifty and she showed up with a bunch of friendship bracelets and passed one out to a celebrity, Catherine Hahn, and she has her uh, friendship bracelet. So it's a big deal. So that's a it's a heady play by Travis Kelsey on multiple multiple levels. And it also shows that, you know, for all the Swift fans out there that are wondering, who's this football player that Taylor Swift is dating? Like, oh, I think he's a part of the Swifty nation for him to know about the friendship bracelet move and put his phone number on it. Like props to Travis on that. Um, how do you think we can get Taylor to the fronton? Oh, that one you're going to have to talk to uh chief of uh chief of marketing Mike Fuentes. That's his department. 
I just, I just, catch, I just catch things and I throw things really hard on the court. That's all I'm good for. <laughs> Who do you think uh, in Clone Cartel knows the most Taylor Swift songs? Uh, including management? Inclu- including management. I think the savvy pick is probably uh, Mike, uh, Mike Ryan because he's a DJ, loves music. Anytime mm. the guy we always talk about, I mean, records, new new bands that, that we've each heard of and we recommended to each other. Um, but now player wise, uh, man, who would listen to Taylor Swift? I'm trying to think. Mm. I think Ikeda. <laughs> Ikeda, he knows he'd, he'd be the most likely to start bust out with, I knew you were trouble. I think so, room. man. He'd be, a, I think he's a sleeper on many other, uh, mm-hmm. you know, picks in that regard, but I think he'd be the, He'd be the guy jamming out to Taylor Swift the most. Definitely wouldn't be me. Yeah, and and hopefully right now this little rough patch we're out of the woods on that section of the Sesta Cyclone season. Uh, my bet for if I'm going to include management is I throw in Chris Cody. He he actually uh, has showcased some Taylor Swift knowledge. Mike, good choice. He he probably definitely knows the most music, but from from what I've gleaned, Mike might. I don't think he's as big a fan of taylor as everyone else is but i'm not going to throw him to the wolves of the taylor swift nation i my my bet would go for chris cody knowing the most um and i was actually i was thinking ikeda as well for knowing the most taylor swift songs (laughs) it'd be funny if it was uh, like manny or something (laughs) (laughs) manny oh manny i have i actually have a manny Sesta Cyclones jersey, uh, which I'm not I'm not wearing today because I wear that almost every time I do this. I was like, I gotta I gotta mix it up. I can't just always be in my Sesta Cyclones gear. Uh, so before I let you go, I have a quick game to play. This game is called Bold or Spicy. I'm gonna give you some takes about this season, and you got to tell me is that a bold take or is it a spicy take? How spicy is it? So okay. here's. Here's my first take. Manu and Carbio will be the top ranked doubles team by the end of the season. Bold or spicy? Spicy. We're gonna make it happen. Okay, spice. So spicy. We're we're a fan of that one. Yeah. Battle court will have a new champion this season. New champion? Yeah, new okay. champion. Yeah, uh, there's only never... three teams, right? Uh, bold, bold. It's gonna be a but repeat. It's repeat. gonna be a repeat of one. Uh, yeah. We're thinking repeat. I would say, yeah, that's a, it's a bold statement. Not, not too spicy. Um, statement here. Bold or spicy. Manny is currently the best pro athlete who's 40 plus. Spicy. What what's our what's our level there? Level of spicy? Uh yeah. oh man. He's um probably 10. He's he listen, he it's not easy to be playing this sport into your late 35. He's he's already 40, you know. So, and I, I'm actually one of the guys who helps him out physically because, um, after games and a couple of days later, like he, 
you know, he has some aches and pains and I'm out there stretching him out, rolling him, making sure that he's ready to go, man. Cause um, I mean, the amount of knowledge that he, you know, he gives me so many pearls to the game that, um, and without him, I'd be, I take care of my guy. Yeah, absolutely. I, for me, he's the best 40 plus pro athlete out there doing it hands down. Um, I don't think it's even close since Brady retired. Um, speaking of Brady, moving on from bold and spicy, the the final question here. Last time we talked, you had insight on Tom Brady, and I don't know if you saw this recently. The tiny jersey he was wearing at the New England Patriots were this tiny little kid's jersey instead of, you know, this big comfortable jersey. Did you did you catch that at all? I didn't catch it, man. Sorry, I missed oh, it. Oh, see. I was going to see if you had any insight into who's giving this guy jerseys because they got to step it up because it was embarrassing. Yeah. No, as far as Tom Brady, I did. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm in the middle of his um, his podcast with uh, Patrick Bet David. Mm-hmm. Where he's just like going in it, man, just talking about his whole career, his mindset and how he did what he did and what it took. And man, it's freaking unbelievable. No wonder the guy's a goat. <laughs> definitely uh unmatched in his level of preparation i think i'm still getting to the rest of his what was it 10 or 11 part espn i think i left off at like episode six and i still have like five more to go to knock that off well thanks for joining us carbio i mean i'm looking forward to this year do you have anything that you want to leave the clone cartel with now, listen, we're the clone cartel. We're going to continue making noise. Uh, we're going to play hard. And uh, listen, it's still early, you know, just because we drop a couple games and should have accumulated some points here and there. It's a long season. A lot of things can happen. And um, we're going to we're going to crush it. Go clones. Go clones, baby. Clone cartel. And God bless highlight. You got it. Thanks, David. Happy to be here. Thanks, Mike.